Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol Jesus 911, two man car. We have entered the month of February. It's dedicated to the Holy Family. This special devotion, which proposes the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph as the model of all Christian households. This devotion began in the 17th century. Uh, and this devotion really took off when Pope Leo XIII expressed his approval back in 1893. But devotion to the Holy Family goes even a lot further than that. The Eastern Catholics over in Egypt or and the Coptic Christians, the, that's where our Lord, the Holy Family, fled to Cairo, Egypt for six months, fleeing King Herod. The Coptic Christians and the Eastern Catholics have been venerating the Holy Family for about 2,000 years. Also, the season of Lent begins in two weeks on February 14th. And as always, it's a sacred time of conversion. It's a, a, a turning towards the Lord and away from all that distracts us from Him. And uh, how fitting it is that Lent begins this year on Valentine's Day. Uh, mm. Valentine was a Catholic priest who died for the Catholic faith for promoting true love. Uh, he was uh, killed by the by the Roman Emperor, and uh, because he was teaching young couples uh, the meaning of pure love, of indissoluble love, uh, the meaning of entering into a marriage uh, freely, faithfully, and forever. And for that, he was killed by the Roman Emperor. Paul, we got uh, two hot topics today to talk about. And I'm excited. Uh, one of the greatest spokesmen in the Catholic Church today, whatever you think about him, is Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano. This man is our, uh, he's a, he's a St. John the Baptist of, of today. There's others, but uh, he definitely stands at the top of the food chain. And then we're also going to talk about Venerable Mary of Agreda and her visions. Uh, she wrote a book. It was actually dictated to her by the Blessed Virgin Mary. It's called The Mystical City of God. Um, she, um, she bilocated over 500 times from Spain to Texas and Arizona, and she catechized and evangelized the Indians. Her body's also been incorrupt for over 350 years. This uh, book was used by Mel Gibson to make the movie The Passion of the Christ. This book and the four Gospels of Jesus Christ. And so we're going to look at just a section of the book, The Mystical City of God, of what Our Lady says happened at the foot of the cross. I think you will be fascinated. This was dictated to her by the Blessed Virgin Mary herself. So, Archbishop Vigano, he's talking to us about Davos elite, motivated by Satan's hatred, not just wealth and power. Paul, what is... Uh, <clears throat> the good archbishop uh, saying this interview to LifeSite News about Davos. Yes. At the beginning of this year, uh, allow me to address my best wishes for all of you. I am grateful to have this opportunity to share with you some thoughts regarding the present situation. For the past four years, we have been witnessing the implementation of a criminal plan of world depopulation. There it is. Achieved yeah, achieved through the creation of false 
of a false pandemic and the imposition of a false vaccine, which we now know to be the biological weapon of mass destruction, designed with the aim of destroying the immune system of the entire population, causing sterility and the onset of deadly diseases. Many of our friends and acquaintances have died or been severely damaged by the adverse effects of this experimental gene serum. Many have discovered too late that they have been the victims of a global plan with a single script under a single direction. Jess, I want to hold up right there and yeah. just mention something. When you said, I don't know, whatever you might think of Archbishop Vigano, well, let's let's just consider him for a second. Sacred scripture tells us clearly that there will be a falling away of the faith. Yes? Massive falling away, yeah. 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 Sacred scripture tells us that um, yeah, because because the falling away of the faith is getting the world ready for the Antichrist. The Antichrist mm -hmm. will come and he will take his seat uh, among world uh, leaders and dominate the world. Yep. But more than more than that, more than that understanding that the, the enemies of the Christian sacred scripture tells us are the world, the flesh and the devil. So they're so so. When you see uh, Archbishop Vigano talk about the world, uh, the world is our enemy. Mm -hmm. when, what, what do we see right now going on in our church? We see the leaders of our church beginning to align themselves with the themes of the world. Uh, we, yep. we, we were told that this vaccine was an act of love to take it. I mean... Uh, so, so, so when you said whatever you may think of Archbishop Vigano, what he's telling us in this, uh, I don't know whether it was a homily or whether it was just an article that was written, but what he's telling us here is that everything that the Bible has talked about is moving us uh, right in the direction um, uh, that the world is heading. So this is to me like towards, uh, confirmation. I have, yes, I have, I have, Christ. I have a high regard for him, but I'm sure yes. some, some of the, uh, some of the people that are listening to the program have been listening to the, uh, uh, you know, the Catholic left yeah. and they probably have yeah. contempt and disdain from like, Oh yeah, he's not in yeah. good graces. He's not in good graces with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And blessings, uh, for homosexual unions is a, that that's a biblical concept, right? exactly you know i mean open your eyes you know god says that we've been given the mind of christ he's given us eyes to see and ears to hear well this, the this, part, of the this archbishop sees clearly and let me tell you his his yes. he got 2020 spiritual vision amen brother amen yep. i just wanted to to take that so i just listen i got it you know he's saying th some things that are just almost incredible but we're living in incredible times, Jess. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. So we pick it up. It says, Archbishop Vigano says, what is even more serious is that this neo-Malthusian project of mass extermination, that was a Dr. Malthus back, I think, several centuries mm -hmm. ago, to which is added the will to control each of us through the graphene oxide nanostructures 
has been announced to us for some time by those in the World Health Organization and the World Economic Forum, who conceived and implemented it. The rulers of all the rulers of all Western stages states, excuse me, hostages to Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab have become accomplices to this crime, demonstrating their malice and premeditation by their behavior, falsifying data and alleged infections, doctoring statistics that attribute deaths and adverse effects to COVID-19, but not to the gene serum, prohibiting effective treatments, imposing harmful protocols that have no scientific basis, banning autopsies, and preventing or thwarting accurate reports to health authorities. Mm. In this attack, unprecedented in the history of the human race, we have witnessed the complicity of all national and international institutions, the entire medical profession and the media, a social engineering operation has been carried out to manipulate consensus through terror, threats, blackmail, and the violation of citizens' most sacrosanct fundamental rights. Mm. The judiciary judiciary has been silent. The armed forces mm-hmm. have looked the other way. The teachers and priests have zealously cooperated. Just like you said, the Holy Father said yeah. that we have to yeah. get the jab because that's an act of love. Next, mm. Paul, want to pick up the next one? Yeah. We are well aware of the perpetrators of this crime against God and humanity. Of course, the multinational pharmaceutical corporations have profited disproportionately from mass vaccination, and they are now preparing to accumulate still more billions of dollars from the sale of treatments against the turbo cancer that their serums have caused. And I don't know about you, Jess, but I know a lot of people who are coming up with cancer. With cancer, absolutely, uh, yeah. yes. Yeah, and they're wow. all of a sudden, wow. Uh, they're like, wow, I'm stage four cancer, just like that. Um, yes, Paul, and, and my family and friends, it's happening all over the place. And there's something, yes. uh, there's something that they all have in common. <clears throat> they roll up their sleeve. Yes, yes. Yep, and they, those, yep. Those who... Yep. Those who peddle the vaccine have profited from administering these poisons to pregnant women, children, and the elderly. They have funded the self-styled experts, paying them to propagandize false efficacy and efficacy. Yeah, yeah, efficacy. Yeah. And safety on the mainstream media. Multinationals have profited and due to the lockdowns have taken the place of small businesses, restaurants, and local shops. Energy suppliers have profited and are still profiting. And thanks to the crisis created by the system, they have made huge profits while the cost of electricity and gas are forcing businesses to increase prices and close. Those who took advantage of the restrictions to work from home, those who sold masks that were not only useless, but actually harmful, those who provided plexiglass barriers and hand sanitizers, and those who managed the measurement of feet of, we'll catch it back on the other side of the, bur- the break, Jess. <laughs> Jesus, my- <laughs> we'll be right back. Wow. What a prophetic voice. What a blessing to have him right now. Now, back to Jesus 911. 
If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol two-man car, Jess Romero, Paul Clay, sharing the thoughts of Archbishop Vigano. Uh, the article is called Davos Elite Motivated by Satan's Hatred, Not Just Wealth and Power. I love the way Archbishop Vigano, he's able to interface very intelligently the political, the yeah. secular, with the spiritual. He does it masterfully. Continue, Paul. Yes. So, uh, and those who managed the measurement of fever in the public places also took their cut of profit. Many of them who understood perfectly well what was happening preferred to remain silent so as not to miss the opportunity to make money of the lives and health, uh, off the lives and health of the rest of us. And just as the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, sacred scripture says. But it's not just money that is the motive for this crime. Behind the lust for enrichment motivating many is the will to power of the subversive Davos elite, which aims to establish the new world order. There it is. The psycho-pandemic has been a dress rehearsal for the attack they are now making against the economy, the social fabric, and indeed, the very life of humanity. 15-minute cities, digital identity, electronic money, and the destruction of uh, agriculture and ranching all serve the same purpose stated in the Agenda 2030 and the Rockefeller Foundation's Great Reset Project. The wars in Ukraine and Palestine also have the same purpose to destabilize the international order, create permanent crisis, and fuel conflicts that will impoverish individual nations and feed the globalist Leviathan. Gaza's huge oil fields are tempting targets for those who want to appropriate them in order to keep Europe and the United States under blackmail, especially when the same people are imposing insane energy policies in the name of fake climate of a fake climate emergency. Yeah. He's mincing no words here, Jess. And, and, you know, we've been talking about this stuff really for, for years. And I'm so glad that we have somebody, uh, uh, a voice of somebody who has with weight, he's got weight. He's a successor of the apostles. Yeah. Yeah. His credentials, uh, are, are, are beyond uh, challenging. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, yeah, people can... was the apostolic nuncio to the United States under Benedict the Sixteenth. So you can try if you want to put him in the conspiracy uh, conspiracy theory category, but I think that he's a man of God for a time such as this. Paul, he's our Jonah the prophet, and we're Nineveh. Yes. The United States is Nineveh, and the clock is winding down, and this yes. is Jonah right here. I don't think he wanted yeah. to do this. You know, I think he'd yeah. probably say, I'd like to go out and just retire and just be left alone. I don't yeah. want, I don't yeah. want, I just want to be left alone. I'm an old man. No. Yeah. Yeah. God is saying, get out there and open your mouth and speak to the yeah. people, because yeah. this guy has a sharp mind and a sharp tongue, and he's a holy man. And and, yeah. and God is, God says... Vigano, if you don't speak out, I'm going to throw you in the belly of a whale. <laughs> yeah, well, well, listen, the things of God are foolishness to the unbelievers. Yes. And so uh, uh, Archbishop Vigano 
is speaking truth here, and it lines up with sacred scripture. Uh, as far as my knowledge of sacred yeah. scripture, and world, it and world clearly history. lines up. Yes, and world, and history. world history. Yeah, right. He, and it, he, inter, he interfaces it perfectly, Paul. He just yes, doesn't just yes. talk. He just not purely yes. spiritual, and he's not just yeah. talking political. He takes yeah. both because they interface. You know, yep. we're body, soul, composite. And he yep. shows exactly yep. through the scriptures, yep. through the spiritual, how the world is affecting us right now. He, The man weaves the needle masterfully. Yes, yes, Jess. And again, let's look at the, the jab, so to speak. Um, uh, the jab was developed and, uh, and tested using the stem cells of aborted babies. Yep. Okay. I'm not going to call them fetuses. They were babies. And, and for, for our church and, and those in the hierarchy of our church to say that it's an act of love to do this, uh, many holy priests warned us and said, no, we cannot. This is a violation of, 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 of everything that we stand for. And yet those who are what I call hirelings, because that's the only way I can judge them in my personal opinion, uh, you be the judge and make your own judgment. Sacred scripture tells us, work out your salvation in fear and trembling. I choose to go with the minority because the road that leads to life is narrow, sacred scripture says, and few there be that find it. But the road that leads to hell is wide and many travel its path. And just but, when, yeah, when, Paul, but you, you're using a biblical phrase that was used by our Lord Jesus, and he warned us. That lead yeah. the religious leaders within them, there would be hirelings. So all you're doing is yes. quoting our Lord. You're not making this up yep. yourself. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it says here today, the perpetrators of these crimes have a name and a face. They're accomplices in governments and institutions who are guilty of high treason and very serious crimes. All come from the World Economic Forum and were students of its program called Young Global Leaders for Tomorrow. Others like George Soros support, supports them by means of philanthrop philanthropic foundations, that means money, that fuels social strife, civil war, and color revolutions around the world. The global coup d'etat must be denounced, and those responsible must be tried and judged by an international court. But above all, it is necessary for all of us to understand that this is an all-out war against humanity is not motivated not only by the lust for the wealth and power, but mainly by a religious motive, a theological reason. Mm. Again, this, the masterful interface of politics and spirituality. He says that yes. this reason is Satan's hatred, hatred of God, hatred of God's creation, and hatred of man, who was created in the image and likeness of God, Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, George Soros, and the hundreds of servants who may blackmail in governments all hate God. They hate life, which only God can give. They hate love, which, which comes only from God. They hate peace, which can only reign where Christ reigns. As Tucker Carlson said a few days ago, we are facing people who, are, who serve Satan and the demons of hell just as the normal people worship and serve God. And this, yeah, he's he's so aware. He's even, he's even aware of just Tucker Carlson of, of of just current voices. This this is how aware yep. Vigano is of the pulse yep. of our country and the world. This yep. then is a battle in which body and soul, matter and spirit, are made the object of a mortal attack by men and spiritual powers. But let's not forget that if our enemy avails himself of the help of the infernal spirits, we have on our side the Lord God of the armies arrayed, Dominus Deus Sabaoth. And all the hosts of angels and saints, 
infinitely more powerful. Amen, amen, I say I say to that phrase. God is yeah. almighty, let us never forget that, and he is and he is father. He does not abandon his children in times of trial. Preach it, Archbishop, preach it. Yeah. Go ahead, Paul, pick it up from there. Yeah, yeah Jess, one quick question for the audience. <laughs> if these people who are, who are uh, in our church who seem to think that all of these things are good, the things that the Davos crowd are standing for, then who are the hirelings? If they're not hirelings, if if the blessing of homosexual unions is is is, is it can be considered a good thing, then who are the hirelings that Jesus was talking about? Hmm. <laughs> That's just my question. Yes. If this, it, yeah. Yeah, I therefore exhort you, uh, exhort you, dear friends, to fight this battle with the spiritual weapons that God places at your disposal. He's right again. Uh, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, Jess. Amen. This is a spiritual battle. Uh, um, yeah, let's see. Okay. And the awareness that the enemy will not be defeated where it is most organized and fearsome but by striking it where it is weak this weakness comes from its corruption from its being subservient to evil from the exorable sins that it has committed and still commits against god's little children because i tell you that the men and women who in these four years have submitted and endured lockdowns violations of their rights job deprivation and social segregation are not willing to tolerate the crimes that this cursed network of perverts and pedophiles <laughs> comes against children. Therefore, bring to light and courageously denounce the network of complicity and crimes of politicians, bankers, actors, journalists, prelates, and famous people who are united by their blood pact and the whole castle of lies and deceptions that they have hatched will collapse, dragging with it the entire globalist plan, woke ideology, gender theory, the fake climate emergency, health fraud, the digital currency, um, uh, simul sabant, simul cadent, says the Latin maxim. Just as they stand together, so also they will collapse together. From your lips, yes. Archbishop Vigano, to God's ears. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and what is he? Stay he strong. The, yeah. yeah. Stay strong, therefore, under the banner of Christ and in the army of God, who is almighty and who on the cross has already won the war that is now entering its final stages. Listen to that. Entering its final stages. Wow. Gather around the Lord. Call on his holy name and he will uh, he will give impetus to your battle. Remember the words of St. Paul. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. Mm. Paul, you Amen. know what? Uh, his words inspire me. I'm inspired by reading Archbishop Vigano. Uh, I'm he, fired up. <laughs> he, yeah, he injects my he injects my veins with 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 uh, just uh, fortitude and courage. And I say, man, let's you know what? Let's uh, let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, but Jesse, he's not politically correct, is he? No. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I'll tell you one not thing. A, he's yeah. He he reminds me of a of a of a bishop back during the Crusades. You know. When the Crusaders, they would, they would be, you know, holding uh, their banners and facing off against the sultans and the Muslims, and they would be saying, you know, 
Christ conquers, Christ reigns, Christ commands. Vigano reminds me of, of one of those crusader generals leading us in battle. Well, actually, they said it in Latin. They said, Christus vincit, Christus reinat, Christus imperat, you know, which, which means Christ conquers, Christ race, Christ commands. Paul, it's it's a leader like that that you can rally behind. He inspires oh. courage. You know what I'm saying? When you yeah, hear yeah, that yeah. type, you hear him and Strickland. They inspire courage in the troops. In the you know what I want to. You know what I want to say when I listen to him. Tell us what you really mean, Archbishop Vigano. You know? <laughs> because because the clarity to which he speaks is the polar opposite of what we're getting from the Vatican. <laughs> We are getting uh, the Vatican is to me is speaking in riddles and and uh, I can't understand I can't understand anything that they're saying today. Yep, you're right, Paul. Uh, I I can't argue with what you just said. Jesus, nine one one, two man car. Hey, next we're going to talk about private apparition, approved by all the popes ever since. Uh, Venerable Mary of Agreda, amazing nun. And her what she says, the victory of Christ over hell. We'll be right back. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, one of the, the, the most powerful private revelations approved by the Catholic Church was given to a Catholic nun, Venerable Mary of Agreda. She was from uh, Spain. The Blessed Virgin Mary appeared to this holy nun and dictated. You, you know, all the things in the four gospel, you say, man, what happened here between this age of our Lord and this age? What happened here? I wish there was more information. The Blessed Virgin Mary, this is her commentary. Remember, she was there. She fills in all the gaps of the four Gospels that you and me have always wondered. Ah, what happened at the age of 13? What happened to our Lord at the age of 15? She tells this nun everything. This was a Venerable Mary of Agreda was born in 1602. Her body, by the the way, uh, here's a... Some of her bona fides, her body's been incorrupt for over 350 years. This mm. book was the book that was used by Mel Gibson, along with the four Gospels, to write the movie The Passion of the Christ. And uh, this, uh, this book is called uh, The Mystical City of God. It's the divine history of the Virgin Mother of God, get this, which had been dictated by the Virgin Mary herself. Even after her death, Sister Agreda continues to defy the rationalists and non-believers. Why? Because her body in her convent is uncorrupt after 350 years. And, and she was also recognized by the popes and bishops. They call her a mystic. She's a recognized mystic. And again, her body refuses to naturally decay even after, you know, almost uh, 339 long years. So let's l- take a look at the chapter of the book where the Blessed Mother talks to Mary of Agreda and tells her what happened at the foot of the cross. Remember, Our Lady was there in, in John 19, 25 and 26, along with another Mary, uh, Mary Magdalene and John, the, and John the Apostle. She tells 
Venerable Mary of Agreda, what happened spiritually? What, what nobody could see except Mary. Mary could see also the spiritual realm. Everybody could only see the physical body of Jesus Christ hanging and dying on a cross and bleeding. The Blessed Mother was able to see beyond that. And this mm. is chapter 10 of the mystical city of God. This chapter is called the victory of Christ over hell, where the demons are forced to witness their final defeat with the ultimate sacrifice of Christ on Calvary to redeem all mankind. So here is the dictated words of the blessed mother to venerable Mary of Agreda. It says this, Lucifer and his demons in the course of life and miracles are our savior never could ascertain fully whether the Lord was true God and the redeemer of the world. And consequently, what the dignity of the most holy mother was. This was so disposed by divine providence in order that the whole mystery of the incarnation and the redemption of the human race might be more fittingly accomplished. Lucifer, although knowing that God was to assume human flesh, nevertheless knew nothing of the manner and the circumstances of the incarnation. Lucifer and his demons, as soon as they saw the Lord taking the cross upon his sacred shoulders, wished to fly and cast themselves into hell. For at that moment, they began to feel with greater force, here it is, the operations of his divine power. It's like that uh, gospel story where some lady touches the hem of our Lord's cloak. And, uh, and the Bible says, and power left him. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what the demons are feeling. As Christ is going through his passion, carrying his cross and going to Calvary, they're already feeling the redemptive power of Jesus Christ's blood atonement. It's already starting to permeate the cosmos with great force. The, the, the operation of this divine power and the demons are saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're killing this guy, but we feel power coming from him. And they're being affected. They're being affected negatively by this power coming from Jesus. Our Lady says, By divine intervention, this new torment made them aware that the death of this innocent man, whose destruction they had plotted, and who could not be a mere man, threatened great ruin to themselves. So notice, as he's going through the passion, now the demons are saying, wait a minute, this guy's more than a carpenter. This guy's more than a human being. They're, because they're feeling the, 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 the great force of the operations of his divine power coming from his body and it's starting to just being unleashed into the cosmos. Grace, grace, grace. It says, Our Lady says, they therefore desired to withdraw. The demons desired to withdraw. And they ceased to incite the Jews and the executioners as they had done hitherto. In other words, before their time, the executioners of the Jews, kill them, kill them, kill them. And, and the executioner, the Jews are accepting that message that's being, that's being uh, through mental telepathy put in their mind. Now, as they see the power coming from this man carrying the cross and this power that's affecting them negatively, blessings and power coming from the, the, the person of Jesus Christ, now the demons... 
they stop inciting the Jews and the executioners to kill him. Now they're now they're, they're they want to get out of there. It says, but the command of the most blessed virgin, enforced by the divine power, detained them, and enchained like fiercest dragons, compelled them to accompany Christ to Calvary. Did you catch that? Our Lady says, I threw chains around the demons because they wanted to run away. Uh-uh. Mary didn't let them run away. She, she put chains around them. And remember, in the book of Revelation, it says that the dragon is held down by a great chain. A lot of the spiritual writers say that great chain is Mary's rosary that holds down the dragon. So this is Mary holding down the demons with a chain, forcing the demons to watch Jesus Christ bleed on the cross, and they're witnessing the power of the blood atonement that's unleashing the, the operations of divine power, just unleashing to the four corners of the world. And it says, mm-hmm. the ends of the mysterious chain that bound them were placed into the hands of Mary, the great queen who by the power of her divine son held them all in subjection and bondage. (laughs) Paul, remember when we were cops and uh, all the gang members, black and Hispanic gang members, they like to walk around their neighborhoods with big pet bulls and big Rottweilers and a big chain. And it's intimidating. People from other gangs say, hey, don't go into that neighborhood, man. Those guys walk around with pet bulls and Rottweilers and big chains. Man, those neighborhoods are guarded. People know Well, guess what? Mary holds these demons like Rottweilers and pet bulls. They're under her control. She has total power over them. And she and she says to say to Venerable Mary, she says, although they talking about the demons many times sought to break away and raged in helpless fury. So they try to break away from Mary. They could not overcome the power of. Of the heavenly lady. She forced. I love this. Mary forced the demons. To come to Calvary. And stand around the cross. Where she commanded them. To remain motionless. And witness. The end of the great mysteries. There enacted for the salvation of men. And the ruin of themselves. Mary made the demons. Paul witness salvation history. Adam's covenant mm. failed. Noah's covenant failed. Abraham's covenant failed. Moses' covenant failed. David's covenant failed. Jesus' covenant, it is accomplished. Hebrews 9.22, for by the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. The demons witness Hebrews 9.22 fulfilled. They witness the final and everlasting covenant fulfilled and all the other covenants obsolete. And Mary forced them to watch that that Jesus had performed judo on these demons. They thought that they had the last laugh by getting the Romans and the Jews to kill this uh, person called Jesus Christ, who they weren't sure yet if he was the son of God. That's why they would ask if you are, if you are, if. But at that moment, as they saw the operations of his divine power and they felt the great force of grace leaving his body, they knew this is the son of God and we've been fooled. Comments, Paul. Yes, it, rem- it reminds me of a courtroom when the, the perpetrator is forced to listen to the victim impact statements. <laughs> you know? yeah, that's the last thing that they want to hear. Uh, but... <laughs> Before they find, you know, receive their final sentence, um, and this is 
kind of the way it is with the demons, right? Uh, yeah. They were forced basically to see uh, and listen to all of their failures before they, they're cast into hell. Amen. Go ahead, Paul, pick up the next paragraph. Our Lady talking to Venerable Mary. Yeah. The Savior then pronounced the first word, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. By these words, the princes of darkness came to the full conviction that Christ, our Lord, was speaking to the eternal Father, that he was his natural Son and the true God with him and the Holy Ghost, that he had permitted death in his most sacred and perfect humanity united to the divinity for, for the salvation of the whole human race, that now he offered his infinitely precious merits for the pardon of the sins of all those children of Adam, who should avail themselves, therefore, for their rescue, not accepting even the wretches that cruc uh, not accepting even the wretches that crucified him. At this discovery, Lucifer and his demons were thrown into such fury and despair that they instantly wished to hurl themselves impetuously to the depths of hell, and strained all their powers to accomplish it in spite of the powerful queen <laughs> we're talking we're talking about the spiritual authority that is wielded by our blessed mother yes, mary yes yes <laughs> we'll pick this up jesus 9112 man good stuff we'll be right back stick around Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol Jesus 911. Why this woman doesn't have an ST before her name boggles my mind. I'll tell you why. I mean, you know, I'm just I'm just saying, I'm just thinking out loud. There are some modern popes that have an ST before their name. All right? And uh, guess what? None of them have bilocated. This woman bilocated 500 times. It's, uh, the, the, the Catholic Church stands by that. And guess what? A lot of the modern popes, I don't know if their bodies have been exhumed, but uh, I, you know, I don't know if they're incorruptible. I don't, I don't think they are. We would, be, we would be told if they were incorruptible. This woman's body's been incorruptible for 350 years. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know... <laughs> Let, 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 let the chips fall where they may. I think God knows that she's an ST and more than a venerable. And what matters is what God thinks about her. That's what matters. Paul, the last yeah. paragraph that you just read, uh, the last sentence, <laughs> the demons are being forced to watch the blood atonement of Jesus Christ and the effects of the blood atonement. They want to throw themselves into hell. They're like, man, we'd rather be in hell in torment then be here witnessing because it's more torment watching the Son of God atone and redeem the world. We'd rather, they're trying to throw themselves in hell. And then the last sentence that you just read, but the Blessed Virgin Mary didn't let them go to hell. She, she held them there in chains. It says, in the second word spoken by the Lord to the fortunate thief, amen, I say to thee. See, so Mary's making them hear all the seven last words of Jesus. <laughs> Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. The demons understood that the fruits 
of the redemption and the justification of sinners ended in the glorification of the just. The demons were made aware that from this hour, the merits of Christ would commence to act with a new force. Why new force? Because there's a new covenant now and an everlasting covenant Mm -hmm. and a strength that through them, the new covenant, uh, them, them should be opened the gates of paradise, which had been closed by the first sin, and that from now on men would enter upon eternal happiness and occupy their destined heavenly seats, which until now had been impossible for them. So the demons saw the effects of Christ's blood atonement, that it was going to open up heaven, and now the unoccupied seats of a third of the angels will be occupied by human beings called saints. And Mary forced them to watch. Hey guys, you know the seats that you guys lost? They're going to be occupied by people that my son is redeeming through his blood right now. Paul, what about the third yes. word spoken? Yeah, yeah, and making us partakers of the divine nature, Jess. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. At the third word spoken by the Lord to his mother, woman, behold thy son. The demons discovered that this heavenly lady was the true mother of the God-man, the same woman whose likeness and prophetic sign had been shown to them in the heavens at their creation and who was to crush their head as announced by the Lord in the terrestrial paradise. They were informed of the dignity and excellence of this great lady over all creatures and her power, which they were even now experiencing. As they had from the beginning of the world and from the creation of the first woman used all their astuteness to find out who this great woman was that was announced in the heavens could be. And as they now discovered her in Mary, whom they had until now overlooked these dragons were seized with inexpressible fury. They were angry. They were angry. You know why, Jess? Because uh, uh, it's, you know, the the spiritual pureness of Mary was too much for them. Uh, uh, yes. When we, when we hear about the Virgin Mary, you know, the first thing most people think about is, um, you know, uh, the fact that she was, in fact, a virgin. But there was a virginal purity that is far, far, far more powerful and more uh, uh, the, the demons cannot stand that. And, and also, Paul, I think that another thing that the demons can't stand is, is the fact that, see, demons know that they're of a higher nature, of a higher order than humans, because you have God, yes. angels and humans. So these yep. angels are humiliated, these fallen angels. They're humiliated because God, who is of the highest order, the highest order, God has given this human, the Blessed Virgin Mary, who is of a lower order than name, than angels. She's given this human authority over of these fallen angels. That humiliates them. See, for we as humans, we have we're of a higher order than animals. Can you imagine if God gave the authority to your dog? to order you around just to humiliate you. You know, that'd be humiliating. If God gave the power for your dog to govern the entire human, your family. Well, that's exactly what God did. He inverted the order and he gave the power to a human over the angelic. And, and she has total power 
total coercive power. She could even hold them down in chains and make them look at something that they don't want to see. This is utterly humiliating to them. And that's exactly why this is exactly why God did this in order to humiliate the demons because demons are pure pride and the Blessed Virgin Mary is pure virtue of humility. And just that that authority then has been extended, the, the authority of Christ to the church. And you see it when you see um, uh, exorc- exorcisms take place yeah. and how when the priests, the demons are, are basically, they have to answer the priest. They, uh, the, the priest has this authority that basically brings them into submission. That's it, and and torments them. Go ahead, Paul. Pick up the fourth yeah. word of Our Lady. The fourth word. Yeah, the fourth word of Christ. The fourth word of Christ was addressed in the Eternal Father, God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? The evil spirits discovered in these words that the charity of God toward men was boundless and everlasting. That in order to satisfy it, He had mysteriously suspended the influence of the divinity over His most sacred humanity thus permitting his sufferings to reach the highest degree and to draw them to the most abundant fruits that he was aware and lovingly compl- uh, complained of his being deprived of the salvation of, of part of the human race, how ready he was to suffer more if such would be ordained by the eternal father. While the blessed Virgin Mary answers the question there, Paul, or strikes down the whole notion of universal salvation. Notice what the Blessed Mother told Venerable Mary of Agreda. It says that he was aware the demons were co- and lovingly complained of his being deprived of the salvation of a part of the human race. Not all the human race will be saved. Mary says a part of the human race will be saved. Universal salvation is not taught by scripture. And once again, the Blessed Virgin Mary confirms that's that's not the tradition of the church. That's right. Many are called, but few are chosen. Go ahead and do the fifth word, Paul. The fifth word of Christ, I thirst. Confirm Christ's triumph over the devil and his followers. They were filled with wrath and fury because the Lord clearly let them see their total overthrow. By these words, they understood him to say to them, If what I suffer for men, if my love for them seem great to you, be assured that my love for them is still unsatiated, that it continues to long for the eternal salvation and and that the mighty waters or torments and sufferings have not extinguished it. Much more would I suffer for them if it were necessary in order to deliver them from your tyranny and make them powerful and strong against malice and pride. I like where uh, Mary says that her son says, the Lord clearly let them, the demons, see their total overthrow. Okay, He's allowing them to witness redemption. Remember the word redemption means uh, setting a prisoner free. That's what it means in in Hebrew, to set a prisoner free. These demons, as they're seeing Jesus Christ suffer and his blood is dripping from the cross, all the jail cells on planet Earth and all of us were in a one-man cell. All of us were dead men walking. 
every human being was in a one-man cell. As Jesus Christ's blood was dripping, all the jail, the jail, uh, the, the, the jail cell doors of each individual human person burst open like an Acts 16. Like when Paul and Silas praise God and all the jail doors burst open. That's what Jesus Christ's blood accomplished. That's redemption. The demons saw every single jail cell door open, burst open by the shed blood of Jesus. The price has been paid. That's called redemption. Now, what's called salvation? You got to walk out of that jail cell. You got to fall on your knees. You got to look at Jesus Christ and you got to surrender yourself and say, Jesus, I want to be your disciple. I want to follow you the rest of my life. That's called salvation and discipleship. Everybody's been redeemed. Every jail cell has been blown open, even the Muslim jail cell, the atheist jail cell, the Buddhist jail cell by the blood of Jesus. But now you've got to walk out on your own free will and accept Jesus and say here I am Lord like the prophet Samuel send me whosoever will let him come in the sixth word of the Lord it is consummated Lucifer and his hordes were informed that the mystery of the incarnation and redemption was now accomplished and entirely perfected according to the decree of divine wisdom For they were made to feel that Christ our Redeemer had obediently fulfilled the will of the Eternal Father, that he had accomplished all the promises and prophecies made to the world by the ancient fathers, that his humility and obedience had compensated for their own pride and disobedience in heaven in having not subjected themselves and acknowledged him as their superior in human flesh, and that they were now... through the wisdom of God, justly humbled and vanquished by the very Lord they despise. Boy, that says a mouthful, Paul. That's a wrap. We'll finish up that next next Tuesday, the last part of it. Uh, there's still a little, little bit left, but we won't get to it. But, Paul, any comments? Good stuff, huh? The Blessed Virgin Mary's oh, yeah. commentaries on Calvary. Can you imagine that? Oh, well, well, yeah. Again, this is like peeling back you know, from the natural world, just and showing us all the spiritual realities and what was going on. Because yes, we know. Yeah, there, there's a there's a spiritual battle that's being fought that the natural person just is not aware of. Amen. And she explained it to us line by line. Hey, that's a wrap. Jesus nine one one EOW and to watch. Doctor Sandoval up next. Stick around so you can hear more. Uh, Power preaching with devil destroying theology from Dr. Sandoval. As for us, myself and Paul, we are out. EOW, God bless you. Keep the faith. Viva Cristo Rey.